sports ball. Nice. Look, look who made it. It's your boy, Ryan. And that's where you say your name. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sports ball. I'm new to this whole thing. All right. Me too. Just kidding. I did it for like four years. Oh, jeez. No, just kidding. Anyway, sports ball. Well, NBA has been crazy, huh? Dude, where do I mean we know where to start, but like <laughs> where do we start with Kawhi or LeBron? <laughs> yeah. Uh obviously the Pelicans have been uh <laughs> <laughs> the Kings making moves, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um No, bro, so like what what do you take well, of, like I'm I'm curious what your opinion is. I know you're the host, but I'm curious what yours is. Right, is right, like right. with this whole LeBron thing, what is your take? a can of worms um i can see why he's there yeah but i'm also can't because mm-hmm. if from a win you know they got rid of half the team in the middle of the season this year sure and i could totally have seen them doing that again you know just even giving him more of a wink wink ownership stake in cleveland yeah but they didn't do that <laughs> obviously and but I, I think the team that he has now is better than the one in LA. Yeah. And I think that he could have gotten a lot of other players to come to Cleveland and then eventually, like towards the end of his career, ended in LA, start like a mentorship with Magic, then he owns it someday. I don't know. But I, I think it's a little early. I, I think it would have been awesome for him to just stay another year, see what LA does. Um, you know, this past this next year. But um there yeah, there's so much to unpack with that. But I would have liked to see him stay in Cleveland because I think when you go to the Lakers, you become like a Laker, yeah. if that makes sense. And I think LeBron doesn't necessarily need that. You know, he could have played in Barbados and we still would have said, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time. I, probably not, but right. you get what I'm saying. You know, he can play in the middle of you know Kansas and he's still going to get you know noticed. So, you know, for him to be doing the brand thing, I think it was kind of unnecessary. But, um, you know, I'm also not LeBron. So, right. <laughs> I mean, I thought the other thing I, I think I had mentioned to you previously was like if he would have went to the Clippers, he, he would be easily be the greatest Clipper of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you agree? <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. I, th- I think with LeBron, man, it's it's like with this whole situation, it's one of those things where I feel like he was looking It's it's hard to dissect the two but i think he's looking at it like he could easily go to a team let's say like golden state or houston or or a team like that and just get another ring right but i think he's over the whole ring chasing right now and he just wants to if it's even appropriate to say this but keep building on to his legacy of going to a place like los angeles where he's going to be like honestly i i read an article this week talking about this but he's going to be put in a spot where like from day one the, I mean, the entire country right now is, is just amped to see what's about to happen, whether they're pissed off like me or whether they are <laughs> just they're people like Lakers fans that have come out of hiding. You know, they are ready to see what Braun does with the team. Um, right. But now there is a lot a diff, almost a different limelight, different from when he left Cleveland to go to. Let's say this different from when he went from high school to NBA, different from when he brought up Cleveland and took him to the finals, different from when he. Uh, left Cleveland for South Beach and different when he left Miami back to Cleveland. Now it's like, it's a new light of you are with the all time great. It'd be similar. And and I'm a Celtics fan, right? So like, it's hard for me to say this, but it would be similar if he went to Boston. Right. And those are two different spectrums, but if he went to Boston, if he went to Boston, it's like, now you got Larry Bird. Now you got all these big names Mm -hmm. and that you are playing pretty much like playing the, uh, playing on the court with these ghosts, if, if for lack of a better description. He is in Los Angeles right now playing against Magic, playing against all these records, playing against, you know, they are expecting wins. They're expecting to add on to all these titles now. Right. But even, like I'm saying, along, alone uh, from that, there is just the legacy of Los Angeles. I cannot stand the Lakers, but I, I admit there is a freaking legacy in the city, in in the team, that now LeBron James, the greatest player of his generation, uh, uh, arguably, <laughs> sorry, <say> arguably, <laughs> I, I got a little choked up there, arguably the best player of our generation, 
is going to Los Angeles. Like, again, like, I've been telling everyone, like, this whole season, like, it was pretty much, we knew he was going to L.A., but we didn't know until, like, what was it, like, 11 o'clock two nights ago? Like, a random yeah, time? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, bro? It's just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I was eating dinner, and I was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, LeBron's going to the, like, I, I thought there was going to be at least be a video, some kind of. Where's his TV episode, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I Somebody was saying, like, it would have been cool if, because he, you know, he has that barbershop show. Yeah. So he could have like had his barber like uh kind of etch something in the back of his hair, the little that he does have, and then kind of <laughs> right. spin him around or just like you find out live, like, yeah, I'm going that way. What? And everyone's like, ah. like that would have been cool. But I, I almost think that can be spoken of to or be a testament to this whole situation though. That he like again, I again it's coming from a Celtics fan, the man has beaten us so many times. So I'm like over it. But right. Right. I can say that this could add to the maturity of LeBron. He's not about, you know, look at me. Here it is. Here's the big next move. But he's just right. like, let's just do it. Let's get to work. Uh, I got stuff to do, and I got titles to win. I got games to win. Yeah. And even like, bro, he's going to a team that was like one of the worst in the West <laughs> last year. And, that, and that's hard to say because oh, the West yeah. is tough. So that like, again, why not Houston? Why not all these other right. candidates that he could have gone to? Why Los Angeles? And that just continues to speak to it of – He's ready just to not only his own legacy, but the, like a four year deal, like four yeah, years. Yeah. He's the third year is a player option. But how old is LeBron? Like how he's old is 33. He yeah, he's 33. 33. So he'll be 36 going up to maybe 37 when this deal is up. If he chooses to stay in Los Angeles or take it somewhere right. else, I'm convinced he's going to stick it out and end his career in Los Angeles unless he pulls a, you know, like most basketball players does like a one day deal in Cleveland or whatever, but probably it's yeah. But I don't know, man. Like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, honestly, his, it's, it's... I think his son is 14 or 15. Yeah. So four years from now, he'd be 18 and he'd be able to say, Hey, Los Angeles draft my son. He gets to play with the son gets to leave. You got to think that's what you, that that's his last bucket Why list not? item. Right? right. Play. Of course. Uh, who wouldn't. Right. Right. It's lining up yeah, that way. Yeah. So, yeah, on the same vein, like, I mean, it was so funny how LeBron signed, and then it seemed like every five minutes, Lance Stevens said, yeah, I want to play in the Lakers for John Rondo. Yeah, <laughs> Larry Nance was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go back to the Lakers real quick. Like, so many signings. Like, I they have, like, half the league on. It was, like, the reverse of the Cleveland. Like, everyone was leaving, and then now just the Lakers added, like, 40 guys or whatever. So, I mean, including it's, like Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo, who play point guard, shooting guard, yeah. where they have Lonzo Ball. So, do you think that like would lead to Lonzo leaving? I mean, okay, first of all, I think there's the answer that we both want, which is for him to leave and then you know kind of justice sure. be served, right? You know, get get him out of L.A. LeBron gets his own thing. Yeah, you know, he takes over that, and then somehow you know Levar they get traded for Kawhi or something weird, and then he's like. Lonzo Ball, he's going to be the greatest spur of all time. Something stupid like that, right? It's like, that yeah. would be a great scenario, but, you know, what is the practical, you know, thing with, you know, what, what do you see the practicality of those three even fitting in the backcourt? And then you, on top of Contavious Caldwell Pope, too, like that backcourt, just so many people back there. Man, I just, I think like we're, with right now, obviously there there were logistics that went into all these trades. There was thoughts and, and everything like that. But right now we, we kind of have almost like a mess of a roster. And we know, <laughs> we know obviously LeBron's starting. We know most likely Rondo's probably going to be leading from point. Or oh, so Lonzo. you mean LeBron's not coming off the bench? I mean, <laughs> I mean, anything's up for grabs, you know, at this point. You know, who, I don't even know who's backing up LeBron. Well, LeBron plays everything. But, but – Honestly, you kind of have like this mosh pot of a team right now, right? And I think through the offseason and through you, you obviously we're waiting for this whole Kawhi thing, which we'll get to in a little bit obviously, but we're waiting yeah. for this whole thing to develop. We're waiting for free agency, you know, it was a wow, what a start free agency. Like holy right. crap. Like what was it? Probably like I mean, I was asleep, but like between midnight and like 3 a.m probably eastern time i was like i woke up like what the hell happened last night like (laughs) like wow and so the there's there's just so with going back to los angeles there is a 
I think it's honestly just kind of like a wait, like they've gotten all the big stuff out of the way, right? Obviously, there right. have been, right, right. there have been, I saw today that they could have gotten Boogie for the same oh, contract that LeBron got, or that, sorry, that Golden State got him for. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. hmm. Oh, so on that same thing, what what is their next move? Because I think the smartest thing is to play the waiting game and they'll know they'll get Kawhi. They don't have to get rid of Brandon Ingram. They get to keep him. If yeah. they like Lonzo, they get to keep him. They'll get Kawhi next year. But is, do you think there's another move that like they would make this year? Or do you think they're like, all right, we're just going to kind of go from here, see if we get anyone else? But I think they're definitely kind – of with. along with um, a lot of – I think um, most of the teams in the NBA can say this too, but there's definitely – everyone's being very conservative right now because all the big stuff happened. And so kind of jumping into this Kawhi deal right now is Los Angeles, they are not in a rush to get Kawhi right now. And the reason why is because Boston with Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is being typical Danny Ainge. And I say that in a, <laughs> yes, I love you, Danny. And a, what are you doing? Voice of mine. But he, they don't want, they don't want to give away their small, or their younger ass, uh, assets, for sure, yeah, and and because that's what San Antonio they wanted those assets from Boston, Jalen Browns, and and like there's like what five, I I gotta look it up, but there's so many draft picks next year that Boston has. Um, sorry, draft pick. Uh, the Jalen Browns, your Terry Rozier's again. Terry Rozier could be another big one. Marcus Smart, all these assets they could give away for Kawhi, right, but they're like right. we like our team. So we're going to keep it. But San Antonio, right. then they look over to Los Angeles, the other prospect for Kawhi, and they don't like what they see. Totally understandable. Like, it's just a mess right now of a team. But it's, right. can LeBron work with it? Or is this going to be jumping all over the place right now? But is looking at Los Angeles, is this going to be Cleveland 2.0, uh, Cleveland 18 2.0? Or is it going to be LeBron's next you know, molded mm-hmm. creation that, that he's going to pull up from the ashes, you know, because again, it was, they weren't, <laughs> I think the, the statistics that I read, they were the, between Cleveland this year and Los Angeles, what they Los Angeles could be this year, like projected. It's, it's pretty similar, like around 50 wins, 45 wins, same offensive rating. Jeez. Yeah. After the LeBron after the, with, with the, the team LeBron they have signing? right now. Um, if they were to get Kawhi, wow. they would jump up to about 55, 60 wins just oh, because of God. what he does overall. And that's, that's how huge this is, right? But everyone's oh, playing conservative, gosh. waiting for this next move, saying we and, – and Kawhi is he, – he's signed right now, right? He, his contract is not expired yet? Yeah, correct. So he has one more year, and that's why L.A. – I feel like they have the control in that because they know we'll just get them for a max deal or they'll just, you know, it, they don't have to give up any mm-hmm. players if for whatever reason they want to keep Lonzo Ball. Like the, maybe they really, really like him and they can deal with the drama. Maybe right. they really don't want to get rid of Ingram, but they were asking too much. Then they have no reason. They can just say, like, we're going to we're going to prep for Kawhi next year. Like we're just going to get our yeah. our whole thing and then we're just going to fit him in next year. You know, they could just take that, and then I, I'm not going to try. Yeah. Sorry, I lost you. I lost you for a second. Can you say that again? <laughs> hey, you there, bro? I can't see them making the playoffs. Can you? I mean, if if the Kawhi is going to eat. What's up? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's part two. Um, So we'll see how the first part turned out. But uh, we're back at it like a jackrabbit. We were talking about... um, I think the question we were going to ask is, uh, like, do you think do you see the Lakers making the playoffs? That's kind of, you know, you had, you had just mentioned that you know with LeBron, basically it's fifty fifty wins for Lakers in Cleveland, sort of, or, you know, like added that added odds for Lakers to improve the record versus Cleveland kind mm-hmm. of probably dropping down. So what what do you what's a realistic um, expectation for LA next year? 
a realistic expectation. All right, so looking at the standings from this past year, the, right. it, dude, it is just insane how strong the Western Conference was and is going to continue to be, right? So just to put it into perspective, all right, the 6th, 7th, and 8th seed, eight seeds of the Eastern Conference was Miami at 44 and 38, Milwaukee at 44 and 38, and Washington at 43 and 39. The six, seven, and eight seeds of the West were the Pelicans at 48. And so they're pretty similar 48 and 34, San Antonio at 47 and 35, Minnesota 47 and 35, right? Okay. It's pretty close, right? But he, right. listen, here's the part that blows me away. All right. Below Miami, Milwaukee, and Washington was Detroit, Charlotte, and New York. Detroit was 39 and 43, under 500. Out by down by four games. Under that was Charlotte at thirty six and forty six. Down by eight games. Below them was New York at twenty nine and fifty three. The three teams below Minnesota, the nine, ten, eleven seeds, was Denver at forty six and thirty six, one game out of the playoffs. The Clippers at forty two and forty, and then the Lakers at thirty five and forty seven. So the Basically, right. you got ten teams in the West right now that are that's it's a, it's a tough division, and even just to get into the playoffs alone, bro. From the fourth seed, I'm sorry, the third seed to the eighth seed was separated by two games. That's how tight the Western Conference is right now. And for yeah. can LA the Lakers get in? Honestly, man, like we've had too many conversations on this. It is impossible. <laughs> to count out LeBron James. You just can't. Like, bro, right. when Boston was up in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm like, we got this. This is our, this right, is our series. Right. We're going to win this. And then LeBron. Like, and then LeBron. You know, like, he finds a way to do it. And so, is he going – now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. You can keep this on record. I don't care. <laughs> is Los Angeles going to go to the finals? No. Are they going to go to the Western Conference Finals? No. I think they'll get to the playoffs – I'm going to say that I'm not going to try to sound as, you know, brash as Stephen A right now, but I, I don't. Shots fired. Shots fired. You listening LA? No, no, but (laughs) (laughs) I think, I do think they'll get in the playoffs. I think they can get beat a a team like Minnesota, especially with the interaction between Jimmy Butler and the front office right now. I believe they can beat a team like San Antonio. (laughs) Same exact situation between Kawhi and. Right, right. Pelicans, you know, without uh, DeMarcus Cousins going to Golden State, the like they can be competitive with these teams. I see them as a five or six seed, honestly, maybe a four seed at, really? at best. Yeah, um, at, this is at best. I'm saying. Okay, I'm, so I'm gonna name these teams. You say is the Lakers better than so Golden State Warriors? No. Okay, so um, Houston Rockets? No. Oklahoma City? No. Okay, uh, Portland. No. They're not better than Portland. Okay, Minnesota. Yeah, I believe they are better than Minnesota, yeah. Okay, so they're better than Minnesota. Okay, San Antonio. That'd be a tight game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, Kawhi's not trying. <laughs> Kawhi's I'm, I'm going to say Los Angeles can beat San Antonio. Right. Head-to-head, yeah, yeah. probably. Um, and then what about Denver? Uh, so here's here's my thing with Denver right now. I believe this team is going to be a big underdog next year with just the yeah. signing uh, joke. I can never pronounce his name right. Jo- Jokic, Nikola Jokic, <laughs> or Jokic, him. Or... him. Yeah, I believe this team with man, like they, they just did they just get Wilson Chandler in a trade? I believe too. No, they had him for. They had him. That's right. They. It's nom. I'm off my game right now, but they, this is a team that could be a force. I mean, I know that they fell short in free agency and, and they, uh, they, they missed out on some opportunities just due to, you know, bet their teams that are more attractive than, than the nuggets. But this is a team that can be a force next year. They they can be, especially with, with, I mean, they just got Michael Porter in the draft, you know, that's another guy they can rise up from. You know, pull almost. <laughs> am I saying this is the next Golden State? Absolutely not. But I'm saying the way Golden State has done it was they took, they they built their team from the draft. 
you know, and, and they, they didn't draft people to say, all right, we're going to send you out to get anything. But this is a team that, that could, you know, Jokic is staying, you know, Chandler is staying. Um, we got players like, you know, Daryl Arthur and, and, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just losing they have right the now. They have the aardvark? They do. You know it. So this is it. So back to the question. Uh, I think they can beat the Lakers, honestly. May, and let's say they play four, uh, three games this year. I think they can win one, maybe two of those games. Um, but then, again, just going back to the standings, man, it is just – the West is going to be is going to be tight this year. And, and then you get the East, which, oh, my gosh, <laughs> Twitter has been just beautiful the last couple of days. Like, <laughs> they're just – the East is it, – it's – Man, I, I think right now you, I'm gonna try to be as <laughs> as plain and simple as, as I can, not you know putting my team on on the top. But the 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 East is up for grabs, you know. And okay, my, all and, right, it's not. What what you think is Boston's oh, all or nothing? Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, uh, barring no injuries, you guys were one game away from the NBA Finals, which. Yeah. You could have realistically taken it to five games against the Warriors. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's close. And you didn't have Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward. Um, so, yeah, I think it's not even close. But um, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, at the same token, Philly's right behind. You know, Philly yeah. will be two. Toronto's going to be like, hey, we're still here. But, you know, it'll be a three or a four. Yeah. Um, and then there's everybody else. So on that topic of everybody else, going back to the signing of DeMarcus Cousins, right? Right. It, it is just, well, what is your take on it? Do you, like, uh, to be honest, yes, this is a big deal. But keep in mind, the man's hurt. He's coming off of an Achilles right. injury. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. is, he's not going to start this season, most likely, um, unless the Lord comes down and just heals him right before <laughs> tip off. Um, but, he he's not going to be starting this season, but do you do you think it's over? As people have been saying, that Golden State's going to win the title, eighty-two and zero. It, it's over. No, no way. Um, I just I, that's impossible. First of all, but second of all, you just said it. I mean, Demarcus Cousins is not going to probably play. He's there's a possibility he will not even play next season. Yeah, just there's a possibility. But I mean best case scenario, it's like January, you know, December, January, that's pretty much half the season. So um, they still have nobody. JaVale McGee, the, you know, greatest center of all time, you know, sarcasm, right? But he, he's not there anymore. They, you know, they have Kavon Looney, but he should be Kevin, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Kavon Looney, I don't know if he's a power forward or center, but, you know, he's down there. I, I think it's. He's a forward, by the way, some... small forward. Okay, cool. So close. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's going to be a halfway in between what it is now and what they had that historic. What was it, seventy-two and ten? Uh, I think seventy-two and nine, or like seventy-three and nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because they beat the, the Bulls record, whatever. Yeah. So, um, I think it's somewhere between that and the current season. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be Golden State, and then um. I don't know. I mean, as much as I don't think Oklahoma City is getting enough credit in the sense that if all three of them know how to play together, that team's really good. Agreed. You know, it's just a matter of that, right? That It's just uh, I, that hasn't happened yet. So because Carmelo needs the ball, Russell needs the ball, and Paul George can't perform the clutch. So And nobody knows who's the guy, right? Yeah. So if they figure that out, I mean, they could easily be, you know, two or three seed. I mean, easily. So. Yeah. But again, Houston's going to be right there just because they play really well. Harden probably going to give another, you know, MVP season. So, um, yeah, I, it, it's just going to be interesting. Obviously, it is going to be very interesting. <laughs> I wonder where Anthony Davis will go. I I don't think he. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I think that Demarcus Cousins is just there to get his ring. I don't think he's Agreed. like he's just like oh, I just want to be. You know, he's. He's basically getting paid five million in a year, or whatever that number. I can't remember what it is, but he's getting paid that to just sit on the bench for a whole year if he wanted, and just gets a ring. You know, just bro. Are ring. you ready for this? I, I saw this on right before you called me back okay. on Twitter that he is taking the same salary 
he got from Kentucky. Like the money that he was given in Kentucky, oh it's God. the same amount he's making right now, or going to make this year in Golden State. And like people, like they have just been <laughs> roasting this poor man. Like, and it, it, is he, you know, selling out just to get in the ring? Yeah, like honestly, yeah. But right. but who wouldn't? I mean, like honestly, if you if you look at the opportunity, like I know Boston wanted to make an offer, but they by the time Danny Ainge looked at it, it he already accepted the offer for Golden State. Um, did I see New Orleans also was was or did offer Cousins a contract? I don't remember what I saw, but the point is he had, you know, maybe a couple other offers. And when, like, if you think about it, man, this is the defending champions, and probably going to be, honestly, like another. This this is a right. team that's going to yeah. go back to the finals, most likely. Oh yeah. And right. when you look at it on paper, it's like, it, why would you not accept this okay, offer? Right, right. That same question. What would have to happen? for them to not have the favorite in the West. So what would have to happen? Let's say injury wise. So mm-hmm. if they lose, if they lose Clay Thomas, Clay Thompson, do they still make the finals? I mean, who was it? Nick young is your backup. Behind Clay, uh, <laughs> and then maybe, you know, man, you know, who so, can they lose? Like, is there a player that let's say they lose Steph Curry? I don't yeah. know. But do they if they lose I would I would say if they lose who do you think of those players, if they lose, they would still be in good shape for being finals favorites as far I, as getting there. I think it's Draymond Green. Agreed. Um the other one, the second place would be Clay, because he's kind of second fiddle to Steph. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, who who's more important, Kevin Durant or Steph Curry? I think overall for your team. Kevin Durant is kind of your guy that is the centerfold. Like right. the to, this is a kind of a bad comparison, but but if you look at like the Boston Red Sox right now, jumping sports, uh, overall their offense right now is is inconsistently consistent. You know, but you have JD Martinez, who's the middleman. He if he's doing good, the rest of the team is doing good. And it obviously it's it's kind of a hard comparison to make. But I'm saying that because when Kevin Durant is on the team when he's not hurt, when he is doing his thing, the rest of the team is doing their thing. Just like when Steph is out, when Steph hits a three, half the time you're going to see Clay go hit a three right after that, or vice, sometimes vice versa. But when Kevin Durant, half the time, like the man can drop like 12 points on, you know, five rebounds, just do a decent game. But it's that one three, you know, when he hits that one three in like the third quarter, because it's always the third quarter or that one dunk. <laughs> It's just like, oh my gosh, he's been killing today. It's like, well, actually, he's only had eight points, but it's it's just because right. he is like the man right now. And yes, it is like Steph's team, if you want to say that, or, or Kerr's team, or or you know the Splash Brothers team, but whatever. But Durant is the guy. He is that guy in Golden State right now, and he is. I believe he is the reason they win or lose in in the end. You know, he. I believe he was the Finals MVP this year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, and he deserved it, hundred percent. He absolutely deserved it. So oh, you mean you mean J.R. Smith didn't deserve it? Oh, yeah. we, <laughs> hold now, hold on a sec. Can we just can we just realize right now that your number one man in Cleveland is J.R. Smith? Yeah. How beautiful is that? Like that's that's honestly it's poetic, if I might say. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if L.A. just signs J.R. Smith. And LeBron's like, all right, I'm going back to Cleveland. <laughs> Actually, hey, this is I know uh, I saw this today. Um, so Kyrie Irving and <laughs> um, Jimmy Butler are wanting to next year when they're both free agents, they're, they they want to be on the same team. What do you think that looks like? Do maybe they? Because I know he doesn't want to be in Minnesota because of the young assets. Oh yeah, he goes, apparently he goes he's tired to of. You think he goes to Boston? Yeah, I mean, I could see them getting rid of. I mean, they keep Tatum and they get rid of Jalen Brown, or they get rid of, um, so that it's you know Kyrie, Jimmy Butler, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, and company. I mean, I I could see that, but um, yeah, it'd be getting rid of either Jason Tatum or which I don't think they're going to get rid of because I no. think he's better than Jalen Brown. As far as superstar talent, all of that, etc. Um, now, whether that's moving to Jason Tatum to power forward and G- Gordon Hayward to small forward, and then you know, I don't know how all that works, but 
Um, I think it involves Jimmy Butler going to Boston instead of Kyrie like leaving because Kyrie's in a great place, you know, like, I mean, he would be in the finals if he was, if he wasn't hurt, like he would be in the finals. So, um, I, I don't think him leaving to go play in Minnesota really makes any sense. Now, yeah. where is he from? Is he from LA? Um, he is from Texas. Okay. I don't, you know, I'm, <laughs> I don't think he's going to go uh, to Houston or uh, uh, Dallas. So, which I was kind of pissed that Luca fell. To, I don't know why. I think because Miami played Dallas all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I don't like Dallas, but. Um. Yeah, I, I was kind of pissed that Luca didn't go to Phoenix because they finally need somebody good, and then Dallas got him. So, oh well. Yeah, I'm just saying that'd be. Let's say he does go to Boston. This would be your starting lineup: Kyrie yeah. Irving. Yep. Probably Gordon Hayward at shooting guard on the wing. Yeah. What does he normally play? Who uh, Hayward? Yeah. Small forward. Okay. But he he can Keep play going. that or shooting guard. Right. Small forward Jimmy Butler. Power forward. Uh, probably Marcus Mortis, Aaron Marcus Baines, Morris, Tatum, or Aaron Baines, and then center Al Horford. That is a right. power yeah, lineup. It's pretty good. And you got and I, I believe that. Trade? Would you trade? Let's say, if I was to say, okay, in a deal, let's say Al Horford and Jason Tatum, or no, that wouldn't work. Let's say you get to keep Jason Tatum, but you trade Jalen Brown, maybe Marcus Smart, and Aaron Baines for Anthony Davis. <laughs> so that way you have Kyrie. That is a that's a sweet. I mean, and, and something, man. Not I'm gonna get back to my answer, but something else I want to throw man. in is I, I forgot to say the draft picks earlier. This is oh, ne- right. for next year's draft. This is Boston's just for 2019. I'll get to 2020 in a second. Right, right. 2019. They have the 76ers top one protected pick or the Kings top one protected pick, whichever one's higher. Um, the Grizzlies pick, if it falls outside the top eight, the Clippers pick, if it falls outside the top 14 and then their own pick, that's four really high. Dra- I mean, besides their pick, that's three really high draft picks. One of the one or two of them could be in the lottery. Cause I don't know how good the Grizzlies are going to look this year. Um, Gosh, and then yeah. 2020, they have the Grizzlies pick also, mm-hmm. um, unless it falls out the top, outside the top six. And then the Clippers pick, if, unless it falls out the top 14. Right. And then their own pick. So they have, you're looking at loaded four, seven, and nine picks over the next three years. Right. Probably, most of them came from Kyrie. So, from so who does that appeal to? Does that appeal to someone like Memphis, where you could get a Mark Gasol? Or does you that appeal to, be to someone honest? like New Orleans where you get Anthony Davis and you I believe you know, it, it appeals to teams like New Orleans, like San Antonio. Like that's right. why San Antonio wants to try to trade Kawhi over to Boston because right. they see like they're they have an older team right now and they're getting younger. They're trying to get right. back to a younger stage. But the for a while the Spurs were like the, the old timers that were still, uh-huh. still had it. You know, they were the vets. And so they need to get back to a younger dude. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, trade in, like, two or three draft picks. Oh, I have to tell you the story about San Antonio I heard about. So how, uh, what's his face? The Popovich became the coach. Mm -hmm. So um, Popovich was, um, like, the general manager of the San Antonio Spurs back in the 90s when David Robinson was on there. Yeah. And then, I can't remember what happened, but basically he fired the head coach after they played terrible he became the head coach, tanked the team because he saw Tim Duncan was coming out. So that way he could pick Tim Duncan first in the uh, NBA or something like that. So he purposely tanked because David Robinson got injured, something like that. So that's how they got Tim Duncan. Was mm-hmm. uh, And he went and he, he hired himself as coach of the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Good old Pop, man. <laughs> and then he went back in time. I don't know. He just... Yeah, all those Game of Thrones or the Game of Zones, all those like him being like a <laughs> ice walker or whatever it is, like time traveling pop. Dude, the man is he's just a legend, just right. always always making his, his his place in the NBA and in the world now and in our hearts. Who who would you who would you want to play for? Like, you know, is there a coach I don't know if you know a lot about coaches or whatever, but is there a team, obviously 
excluding Boston, you know, is there a team that you would love to like, Oh, I'd love to play with Victor Oladipo in Indiana, or I'd love to play, you know, with James Harden and Chris Paul, or, um, you know, is, is there a team that you love the players and you feel like you would just be curious how that would, you know, play out or is there a coach you really like? Um, yeah. So I, the Oklahoma city thunder, I, okay. I just, I love that team. And the, Honestly, I think the, the the number one thing I would want to see, even just to spend a day in the locker room and in the, in the practice um, court, I almost said field, on the practice court, just like on the, is Russell Westbrook, man. Like, obviously he's, he's told stories about, I believe it was his best friend that died, is why he wears number zero, and oh, he why he carries that aggression. And then you see him like in, you know, interviews, and he's just chill. I believe he's married, or I think he's married. He has a, a kid. Um, he's just like a normal you know, normal guy. And then he goes on the court and it just changes. I'm like, what? Not what is it, but just like, I, and like when I play ball, like I, I'm, I get very competitive. I get very, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty much your Draymond Green. Like and it, it's, <laughs> it pisses people off, but like the, that's what, that would fire me up to be on a team like that of like, dude, when he hits one of those hammers and like, oh, right. he, he's dude, like that's, that's incredible. So in, and, what Billy Donovan's got over there, I believe he is overlooked as a coach too. And he really like what he did in Florida and what he's doing with Oklahoma city. He is definitely overlooked for his schemes, for his playmaking. And honestly, like, you know, leading up to this past year and they, their own issues were because, you know, I, it, it all fell back on Russ and, and, you know, he, he's maturing as an NBA, as a, as a man, as a player, as, you know, kind of like with, LeBron does the same thing though. When, when his with Cleveland, in Cleveland, when his players weren't shooting, doing what they needed to be doing, all right, I'm, it's all up to me now. And he, you know, he had every right to think that way, and Russ did for a while too. But it, it's just an interesting dynamic. So I think, yeah, the Thunder, um, obviously the Warriors, I think is an easy pick just to see what goes on. Right. You know, are, are this? I I feel like that's the group that goes into halftime, and they're just like let's. What is it? They're Three down. orange slices like it's there. <laughs> exactly. Like, Draymond's mom comes in with the with the Kool-Aid and the orange slices. <laughs> Dude, like they – what was it? They were down by 22 in a playoff <laughs> game, I believe. And they, they dropped it like by the end of the third. You were like this. I think it was the, the uh, Rocket Series. But they it was – I believe it was 22. I don't remember which game. It was later in the series though. And like we were all watching at a buddy of mine's house and I'm like, you got to be sitting there thinking the Warriors are going to win this game. It's just, and then like, we're thinking that like on a couch in South Florida, but like when the Warriors go in the locker room, I'm like, are they stressed? Are they, but because they've been here before, I guarantee Steve Kerr walks back there and it's just like, all right, uh, go out and do our thing. Hey, did you guys see that, (laughs) you know, that new game of Thrones? Like, let's talk about that for a second. It's like, it's probably so chill. Like, they, they, you know, I bet they do it on purpose. Like, just to give the other team uh, some, you know, oh man, we might have a chance. Nope. That's cold hearted, bro. (laughs) So why, why do you think the Golden State Warriors are successful? Like, why do they win? Number one, Steve Kerr. I think he, again, overlooked because you look at the players, you look at Durant and Curry and, and what they've right. been doing, Steve Kerr, like he crafted that with the front office. He he knew what he wanted when he put this team together, and maybe not from the beginning. You know, we're going to be a team that can <laughs> dominate from beyond the arc and in the paint. Like, of course, everyone wants that, but you never know how you're going to do it. So when he, the the fact that they could look at Steph Curry in the draft and say, "This is our man," it's like, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we saw what you did in March Madness, Davidson, but really. So like really? no one saw that coming. So they, Steve Kerr is overlooked as as a coach. Honestly, um, the, I believe you know what they do outside the court plays a role. You know, in they're obviously they have a chemistry. Like I don't know what there they do go. necessarily, but chemistry plays a big a big role in this. When you again, let's talk about Cleveland this past year. They didn't next to no chemistry. You know, I don't know what happened in the locker room outside the court. Did they hang out? Did they go to dinner? Did their families know each other? Probably not to all of that because, like, it's – you can – not to be all sentimental over a sport, but you can tell. 
Like when it's kind of like I want Steph to look at me the way he looks at Clay when Clay hits a three, you know, <laughs> like I, I just want a girl who'll do that, you know, but like, oh, like yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's the, the way that they laugh, the way that they, when, when they're in the, in the, you know, in the muck and, and they, which is, you know, what muck, but like <laughs> when, when they're losing, when they're down, the way they can pull each other up, the way that they can look at each other. And well, that meme that came out when with Draymond talking to Katie, like a couple of years ago, that's all, it was such a hilarious meme of him just like, you know, yelling yell in his face. But <laughs> honestly, like, I want to know what he told him because, like, Katie, I'm pretty yeah. sure he dropped like 15 after that, like in two quarters. Right, right. <laughs> and so there's an obvious chemistry in the team. And this is, again, they're not out here trading away, you know, big or even young assets. Like, Nick Young, he fit in right in with the team, like, quickly. And he, he's still a you know he still talks he's got a big mouth but he talks less than he did in la because i don't again i don't know what they talk about in the locker room or, but obviously they're like listen you got it it's time to you know just watch and and be a part of the family here you know and and it, they've got something going on over there you don't see that all, even with oklahoma city they struggle with this too of uh, lack of chemistry because it's it Russ just wants the ball. Just it, oh he's he last year and the year before he's a stat patter. So you know, it, and that's that's another another example or another thing to talk Did about. You is, see, have you seen what the uh, reports are on what the current uh, what the Spurs currently want for Kawhi Leonard? What do they want? I haven't seen that. Okay, so they want Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, two first round picks. And two pick swaps. They want the whole house and the potatoes and your grandma. Uh, wait, g- go through that for the listener and for me. Go through that list again. <laughs> who they want? Brandon Ingram. Yeah. My guess is they they don't want Lonzo because they're following for that. They're gonna mm-hmm. fall for Lavar faking the injury, which we all know that happened. Sure. Um, so they don't trade his son. So Brandon Ingram. Josh Hart, the guy out of Villanova, I think he's either point guard or shooting guard. Yep. Kyle Kuzma, the probably third place or fourth place rookie of the year. Yep. You know, and then two first round picks and two pick swaps, which I don't really wow. know what those are, but um, I, just, that's insane. Just in, Kuzma and Ingram are the future of the Lakers, especially with LeBron on the team now. Like, dude, you trade away. You know, wow! I can't believe they want that much, honestly. Because that, I mean, obviously Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard. He's one of the top five players in the league. But the um, you know, Spurs want to leave the Lakers with LeBron, Kawhi, Lonzo, D'Angelo, and Lamelo. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, man. He, you know what I, I just realized? Actually, looking at the roster, Isaiah Thomas is also on the Lakers. I, I didn't oh, even realize yeah, is that he a free agent or what's going on there. He's signed under contract with them still. Um, so your point guards for the Lakers right now are Rondo. Oh boy, or you're starting at least Rondo, Ball, and Thomas. Um, with a few, you know, like Gary Payton the second, and you know, a few here and there. But that those are your point guards right now, and and <laughs> I might. I have faith in Rondo in the clutch in the playoffs, but he's, he's streaky. You know, he's a very streaky point guard. Isaiah Thomas. I love the guy. I really do. I love Isaiah Thomas, but I will see. Do you know how Dante Exum's like so bad? Do you know about him? (laughs) I haven't heard a lot about him now. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's supposedly terrible. They just six. I'm going through Woj's Twitter. Sorry. No, go for it. (laughs) Uh, thirty-three million dollars to stay with the Jazz for three years, and he—they drafted him as like their next shooting guard, and that that would mean a couple of years ago. But now he's like a backup, and he's terrible. So cool. why do you? That reminds me of that one year that like Team Buffet Mozgov got like thirty or forty million dollars for, like it was just that one year where everybody got a huge contract. It's like this guy's terrible, supposedly. And, I don't know. Come on, Jazz. Come on, Jazz. Dude, let's um have you been watching the World Cup? 
my favorite uh the my favorite broadcaster is the guy who's like Ungo. <laughs> <laughs> I love I think he's the Mexican uh oh my god I love him. Ungo. <laughs> it's just like it's like uh. Dude, you know what's funny man? It's like I I do this every time there's a big yeah. tournament. I went like a soccer specifically a soccer tournament of you know I'm like, oh, the U.S. isn't in it. I'm not watching this year. Right, like, this right. is stupid. Like, I'm just, bro. I watched like the the opening round. And I I can't tell you the matchups or the players, but <laughs> I'm just like, this is insane. Like the stuff, like this. And I'm definitely a highlight watcher when it comes to oh, soccer. Sure. I'll yeah. sit down and watch a game with my friends and stuff like that. But the, <laughs> like, I. We we are not about to go into statistics of the World Cup or highlights, nope. but 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 it is. I you know what I'm 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 gonna do something right now. I'm going to say just because this is a live broadcast. Whoa whoa! I, do something, folks. All right, here we go. I am picking your your winner. Denmark. Of, <laughs> are they? They, remember, they got eliminated. In the office when Steve Carell was like, "I declare bankruptcy." Bankruptcy. Yeah. Are right, you ready? Are they even in it still? I just named random country. So. Eeny, meeny, miny, Sweden. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Sweden is going to be your World Cup winners this year. It's going to be Sweden okay. versus um, Brazil. Brazil. Yep. Sweden versus Brazil. I would You're... like Brazil to win for that for Neymar to cry. <laughs> Dude, it's just for him to like literally his tears create like like imagine in brazil that that not touchdown jesus i was thinking of notre dame but imagine that that one like just and then just they make a neymar statue the same size but like tears flowing down from his eyes that like turn into fountains that go into the (laughs) brazilian valley i don't know i just never mind it was funnier in my head but (laughs) (laughs) some statue of neymar crying i don't know He's flopping around like a dead fish out there. So, it's Neymar, man. All right, that, that he's that, like that. the LeBron of soccer. You should watch. He's like flopping. He's flopping all. Uh, the time. I love soccer flops. They are the f- best, dude. Yeah, but I I think there's a lot of like, I'm like that kind of like with baseball. We're all like I I watch the World Series, but other than that, I'm yeah. just like watching the highlights or I don't know. But excuse me. Um, yeah, it's going to be so interesting. Just like Russia beat Spain, maybe, but like Spain lost, Germany lost, two huge ones that people thought were going to at least be in it. Yeah, past the first round or whatever it was. Upset alert! But that that thing, a lot of a lot of sports ball <laughs> going on. Zach, a lot of sports ball. That does it for the World Cup talk because I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> man, but you know, what, bro. I think in the end. I can't wait for football to come back. <laughs> I miss it so much. Are you ready I miss college, football? NFL. I miss it all so, so much. Quick thoughts on Tony Romo? He is, I'm not going to lie. I love his commentating. Just because, like, it, it's, it's getting to the point, man, where, like, he'll be like, oh, man, like, I see the, the I-form rotation. is going to be a halfback counter up the right. And, like, he, he calls it. And the, the the commentating team around him is just at first they were like, Oh, oh wow. Now oh, now they're okay. just kinda like you you can almost feel like, <sighs> like, like Tony, we freaking <laughs> get it. Move on. Like it's 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 hilarious. But like, listen, he he's a good commentator. Like I'll give him that. He's 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 good he's right. good. And if he's wrong, you don't really care. You're just like, Oh, what well, when he's right, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. Oh my gosh! He's wrong. You're like, I'm here to watch the game anyway. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like your kid, where you're like, oh my gosh, look at you know him. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, that'll probably uh, let's we'll do that. Let's uh, end it here with a parting thoughts, and um, I'll edit it down. We'll see if. I was trying to edit it earlier, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm gonna make thoughts. a back to MLB real quick. I'm gonna make a July prediction right here. <laughs> okay. The ALCS is going 
to Gumtown 2. Denmark! Denmark! (laughs) Listen. Listen, guys. I'm going to say this now. I wish you could see my face so I can look at you in the eyes. Don't. I know we're the number one team right now. Don't sleep on my Red Sox. Don't do it. This is our year. I'm going to say it. Moving on to the NL where I have no bias. The... Listen, let, let me just say this. Let's, let me just say my like last thing here. The Atlanta Braves <laughs> are the number one team in the NL East. Who would have thought? Ready for this? Second place, the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> Third place, yep, what? I'm blowing your mind too. Third place, the Washington Nationals. The Nationals are out by, three, or by seven games from first place. In your central, you have the Milwaukee Brewers over the Cubs by one game. And then in the West, you have the Diamondbacks up by a game and a half over the Dodgers. Guys, if you're not watching ba- – I'm going to say this to you too, Ryan. If you're not watching baseball, the, the, <laughs> the all-star baseball. break is coming up in a few weeks. It's time to catch up. Get ready because when the second half of the season comes, it's going to be crazy. The AL, you got, you got the Astros wow. up by half a game over the Mariners. And that, the first part sounds expected. The Mariners – the second part, though, the Mariners are out by half a game. It's pretty crazy. And then the central Cleveland's up by 10 and a half over Detroit. That's, but you got New York and Boston separated by a game. The rest of the NL, sorry, the AL East is, is out. It's, it's done for, but listen, the Sox and the Yanks the rivalries back. It's, it's going to be a good, listen, this, that, that's my, my closing remarks. Baseball <laughs> is about to get hot. It's good. Everyone start watching. It's, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. The closing remarks by Zach. Whoa! <laughs> Rapids Water Park. <laughs> anyway, um, the you know why the All Star break is good because I can take a break from watching hey, baseball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm already not watching baseball. So, um, uh, my other parting thoughts would be: I found my hey. passport and my whatever because I lost my license and I gotta go get another one. But my dad was like. Roger that. We found your passport. So, that's good, man. Um, I'll talk to you soon, but uh, this has been your boy. Sports ball. Sports ball, doctor. Sports ball. Sports ball.